0: hey guys welcome back to this week's episode of chicken noodle scoop i'm gabby and it's just gabby today everyone we got a solo episode Woo! um i have been m.i.a on the podcast i want to first apologize for that i think it's been honestly like three weeks because i think we took a break in between maybe not i don't know it's been a while i have not been on the podcast in so long so i apologize for that life has been crazy I did a little segment in the last episode, so go listen to that if you want to know what I've been up to, but I'll go into a little bit more detail this week when I do my weekly scoop. Order's up. The scoop is hot and ready to be served. Chicken noodle scoop. So, this episode is going to be an advice episode. I asked on Instagram to DM me anything and everything that you wanted advice on. And I am going to give my probably unqualified advice back to you guys. But I figured this would be fun. A little bit of a chatty episode. I also just want to... The bar is set real low for this episode because solo episodes are so hard. I give major props to anyone that has a podcast by themselves. It is so hard to just not have someone to, like, bounce ideas off of and just get a break from talking sometimes. So, if I just ramble a lot, I am sorry, but I'm just going to put this out there now at the beginning of the episode, so that way when you get later on, you're not like, oh my god, this is so annoying. At least I warned you. So, before we get into all of that, it is time for the weekly scoop. So, this week, I don't even know what I did. I lose track of my days. Actually, no, this week went a little bit better, so... Finally, slowly getting back into the swing of things, back to my normal routine. Obviously, we just ended the cheer season. We were going into the next one. So this week was all about team placements. I was at the gym for many hours, sorting through everyone's paper, trying to find the best spot for them on the team. It's a lot of back and forth. It's basically one giant puzzle, trying to find the best way to fit the pieces together for the most successful season on every single team. So that took four hours. Ever It takes so long because you also want to just double check that you didn't make any mistakes, blah, 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 certain people's ages, making sure they're on certain teams, whatever the case may be. It took a very long time. But some exciting news is I'm actually coaching two teams this season. So I'm coaching TGSC, which is our senior co-ed team. We are just not completely sure on what level it's going to be yet. So that's why it's TGSC right now. Basically the same thing as Cat 4 last year, but we just didn't want to call it that without knowing for sure if it's going to be in that same division. So I'm coaching that team. And then the new team this year that I'm coaching is Senior 2, which we have not had a Senior 2 team in quite a few years. So I'm very excited to bring it back. I'm coaching with Miguel and Trey, which I'm very, very excited for. I think it's going to be so much fun. And then, of course, we are an athlete again, double round five. I have been on it for a very long time. I'm the longest running vet still which is crazy to me, I can't believe it's been five years already, but it's honestly been the best five years of my life, and I've said this so many times, but double O is nothing but fun to me, it adds no stress to my life, I literally get to go there, hang out with my friends, it keeps me fit, I just have so much fun, so it's so hard to not want to do it every year, so this may be my last one, I'm not going to put that out, because I'm not going to be that girl that's going to be like, oh my god, I'm done cheering forever, and then like I walk into tryouts again, So I don't know for sure, but I do think that this is more than, yeah, I'm not even going to give a percentage. I don't know. We'll see. Ask me like next April if I'm cheering again, but that is the update on team placements. And then other than that, I've been just really trying to get caught up and just back into my work grind because luckily I had so many videos like prepped and ready to go with all the cheerleading that I had the last couple weeks. But I have not just had a normal day to vlog and just sit down and just like work on my computer all day. So that's kind of what this week has been dedicated to is just really focusing on that, trying to crank all that out and really just getting caught up and getting back into a routine. I didn't realize how off I was going to feel with not having my normal routine. But the last couple weeks have been so hectic and I just felt so mentally, physically, emotionally drained for no reason. And then this second that i woke up and just started my day like i normally did everything felt so much better so i'm very much so a routine girl glad to get back into that and i'm pretty sure those are the only updates that i have for this week just been hanging around the boyfriend a lot pretty much nonstop when i'm not doing work obviously but it works out because he works a good chunk of the day so that's when i just get all my work done and then we get to relax and hang out watch movies at night we have the best time we watch so far this week High School Musical 2, High School Musical 3. We watched an episode of Wizards of Waverly Place. We watched another Cinderella story. We tried to watch a Cinderella story and I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, Those were all my (laughs) choices of movies. And then we started Iron Man last night. I've never watched any Marvel movies and he's like a huge Marvel fan. So he was like, watch Iron Man, see if you like it. And then if you are like invested in the series, we'll start from the very beginning. And go all the way through so we aren't done with Iron Man yet but i am very intrigued i'm excited to finish that hopefully tonight so see what i say when i ramble like i don't even know i feel like i just didn't tell you any important details and i just kept going on and on forever about what movies i've watched but with that being said let's go into the flavor of the week so I'm going to say my flavor of the week is this Amazon water bottle that I'm currently looking at. You guys can't see it. Of course, it's my pretty Tiffany blue color, but I've just been trying to get back into drinking more water as I definitely need to be doing all the time, but um, I haven't lately. So this cute little water bottle just gets me a little bit more excited to drink water and I've just been trying to refill it as many times as possible throughout the day, which is unfortunately only like one or two because I don't get through it very often, but... I don't know. It's just super cute. It wasn't that expensive. It keeps it nice and cold and it's like aesthetic. So when you leave it around the house, even if like if it's your emotional support water bottle that you bring everywhere, like it looks cute just sitting around the house. So I recommend that. And I think that's pretty much everything that I have to talk about before we just jump right into the episode. So I went through my DMs and I screenshotted some of my favorite. Well, I wouldn't even say favorite. It's not like I just more things that I feel like I'm somewhat qualified to give some advice on so starting with probably the only cheerleading related one but I feel like this is important to talk about and I wanted to include it so first one is how to handle not making the team you were hoping for so this is something that we preach at Top Gun is when you try out here you're trying out for the program and you're not just trying out for a specific team and most of the time you set these like false expectations in your head for what not necessarily what you want but what you have this like dream of i don't know how to word this let's think basically i feel like if you were to not make the team that you wanted a lot of the times you feel very like disappointed and crushed inside and i feel like you immediately turn your mindset into a negative thing instead of still being so thankful for the opportunities that you had and the teams that you made and that may be one of the best years of your life like maybe you just meet your best friend maybe you meet like your future bridesmaid that you're on a team with and you just had no idea because you were so upset that you made that specific team but everything happens for a reason even if it's not the exact team you wanted use it as a building year if you are on a lower level try to maybe step up into a leader role just get as much as you possibly can taken out of that season with life lessons work on getting more skills and just getting your confidence up so that next year at tryouts you can really just thrive and show them everything you've been working on so then you can hopefully make the team that you were hoping for but just know that no matter what team you make cheerleading is just such an exciting and fun sport and you should never just feel discouraged or want to quit or whatever the case is just because you didn't make the team you were hoping for so You can always have your high dreams, set your goals high, really try to set yourself up to making those teams. But if it comes down to it and you didn't make the exact team you want, please just know that you are still amazing. That does not define you as an athlete. And you are still probably going to have such an amazing year. So you just have to try to make the best of every situation. And like I said, just kind of take as much as you possibly can out of that season. That's what I have to say on that. So going in to the next one advice on parents splitting okay so here's my take on this I feel like I was I was like 13 when my parents got divorced so I feel like I was at that age where I was old enough to know what was happening but young enough to really be super affected by it but at the end of the day the healthiest situation is going to be for them to split if they just fell out of love if they were fighting a lot like as a kid you should not be in the middle of your parents fighting non-stop so a lot of the times the best option and the healthiest option for your family is for them to take a break from each other to separate and to just learn how to live life that way there's pros and cons to every situation obviously and parents splitting up is obviously something that is so hard to go through in your childhood and there are a lot of cons that come with it but there are some pros too You get to decorate two rooms now. If you get a different house, you get to have two different Christmases, two different holidays for everything. You get to just spend more one-on-one time with each of them. And I know it's super hard. And something that was really hard for us is my dad also grew up with, like, parents that split. So he kind of knew more of, like, how we felt about it, where my mom's parents are still together. So she didn't. So there's a lot of times now even... It's, it's actually a lot better now. It was more so when it was, like, early on and she had a new boyfriend. Like, she always wanted the boyfriend to be included. And me and Lexi would, like, have to sit her down sometimes and be like, mom. Like, it's still kind of weird for us to have another guy in the picture when it comes to that. But most of the time, we just want to spend time with just you. Like, you are a mother. Like, we just want to spend so much time with you because we love you so much. And there's times where we want to spend time with her and dad together. And very thankful that my parents do still get together and get along together is what I meant to say even though they are split up so it does make it easier if there's something like important happening we can as a family so like the four of us all hang out and just be in the same room and there's no issues there's no fighting it's like super healthy now so you can have that to look forward to if it is still new most of the time obviously it's just like a breakup in any other situation honestly probably worse because like it was probably so hard for them to come to that decision to split up because of the kids the marriage is how many years they've put into that I'm sure it's not an easy decision but so it'll probably take a little bit to really like mature through it and like move past the heartache that happened to be able to like be there for each other and for the kids so I think just if there are problems with it like I said just sit down and talk to your parents explain to them how it feels especially if they didn't grow up with divorced parents like they may not know exactly how you feel about it so a healthy conversation helps so much but just know that it is such a common thing right now you are not alone in the way you feel the divorce rate is literally almost like 50 50 at this point i think don't quote me on that because i don't i did not look it up i don't have proof sitting in front of me but it's something like outrageous like that so it is unfortunately a very normal thing but just know that if that means that your parents are happier and healthier as individuals then it was the right decision and you have to see it from that way and again everything happens for a reason so just try to remain strong talk to them if you need to talk to a therapist if you need to Um, parents getting divorced is a big thing that happens a lot of time it leaves trauma in kids lives so if you just feel someone to talk to that's like an outsider I definitely recommend going to therapy I know Lexi went to it a lot in college and talked about like Our parents divorced and stuff a little bit more because she was older. So it did affect her a little bit more than it did me. But it definitely helps talking to someone and just not having to bottle all of that up inside of you. All right. Next one. This says, I'm a very caring and loving person who always texts people and checks in on them. I will drop off Starbucks or make them small gifts because that's just what I enjoy doing and making people happy. First of all, you sound like the sweetest soul in the world. But okay, continuing on. But lately, I've been struggling, especially during the pandemic, because I can't see many people and I'm, along, <clears throat> I'm alone a lot of the time. I've tried to accept that not everyone is going to be as nice or caring as I am, but it's just hard sometimes when people don't even check in on you. Advice on how to put yourself first and stop worrying about everyone else. First, I just want to say going off the first thing that said um, you've tried to accept that not everyone is going to be as nice and caring as you absolutely you have to realize that but a big thing of this is I think knowing the close like the people that you're closest to the ones that you go out of your way for knowing their love languages could definitely help you understand them more because by the sound of this your love language one of them has to be like gift giving or acts of service that's how you show your love where for other people that might not be it at all so just by them not like returning the favors to you doesn't mean that they don't love you. It just might mean that they show their love and that they care for you in other ways. So that is the first thing I want to say. Love languages are huge because everyone shows and receives love so differently. And it may feel that you're like hitting a brick wall because you're just doing these things for them over and over and over and you're getting nothing in return. But for them, that might not be how they like receive love. So they don't realize how much you're really going out of your way for them. But at the end of the day, if what you're giving isn't being reciprocated in any sort of way, then I feel like you need to either, like, sit down with them and have this conversation and that's, okay, that's my advice for almost everything. If you feel a certain way, you only have one life to live. So, it's either you're going to be sitting here, like, confused, overthinking everything, like, oh my god, what did I do wrong? Why are they not reciprocating this? Or even if you're just like kind of questioning how they are and they're like why do they not care about me so much or oh my god are they not as great as friends as i thought they were it may be awkward at first and you may be nervous but sitting down and just having a conversation and be like hey i just wanted to make sure like everything's good like we're good i feel like i've been going out of my way a lot lately and i just haven't been receiving that back and i just i don't want to like get my feelings hurt in any way i don't want your feelings to get hurt in any way so i just wanted to like check in on the situation that would be my first piece of advice have conversations i know they're hard but at the end of the day it's only going to make things better and more clear you're either going to get the answer that they just had no idea that you were doing so much for them and they didn't even realize they weren't reciprocating it or even if the answer is not what you wanted and they don't feel that way back at least you know now and you're not going out of your way for someone that's not gonna do the same for you but I like what you, how you ended it and how the main advice you wanted is advice on how to put yourself first and stop worrying about everyone else because just like if that's your love language, you should be able to do that to yourself. You should be able to find out how you receive love and if that means taking a self-care day for yourself, going out and treating yourself to the Starbucks and the other things that you used to give for everyone else, do that. But just know that your worth is not determined by someone else's um what's the word i'm looking for <laughs> by like how someone else sees you like your worth is not determined by whether or not they see you in that way know that you are absolutely beautiful you deserve the love that you are giving others and one day you are going to get that back with friendships with a relationship whatever the case is the universe is going to reward you back i definitely believe in like good karma and everything coming back around and just that everything happens for a reason So take this time instead of worrying about everyone else and just really put that love back into yourself, doing whatever it is that makes you feel that way. I wish I can give you like specific details. Like when I was going through the rough point and I feel like I didn't have as many people in my life, I just spent so much time by myself and I just enjoyed my own presence. I would draw on my iPad. I would just listen to music. Even something as simple as like cleaning my apartment would make me feel so good about myself. It just feels so accomplished. It's something so little but it kept me entertained, kept me distracted. And it's just like something good I did. So that is my advice on that. This is so hard doing these episodes as one person, because I wish I had someone to bounce ideas off of. Cause I feel like most of the time when someone else says something, it sparks something that I like wanted to say, but it, when it's just me rambling I just lose track and I'm on another tangent and then I forgot to go back to the point I was trying to make and then I didn't even get my point across. So, half the time I get to the end of these and I'm like, did I even answer that? But anyway, on to the next one. Feeling impatient because you haven't found your person yet. So, I would say there was a period of time, it didn't last very long, but while I was single that I was like, dang, Like, what if I actually don't meet someone soon like i want to be a young mom i want to get married early like i had this set timeline in my life and i was always okay with like obviously not following that exact timeline but mainly the young mom thing is what was really important important to me i just cannot wait to be a mom that is like my biggest goal in life but obviously if you're single like yes there are other ways that you could go about that but that was the main thing that would get me upset sometimes i'm like well what if i don't meet someone with enough time to like accomplish this as soon as I want to and whatever so first of all just know that you're not alone in feeling like this I felt like this too but then I just had to keep reminding myself that one everything happens for a reason you're gonna find the person that is meant to be in your life eventually and it's when that most of the time it's when you're least looking for it when you don't feel like you need a relationship when you are just focusing on yourself That is most of the time when it happens. That is exactly what happened with me and my current relationship. I was at a point where I was like totally okay being single, totally just living my life. And he kind of came out of nowhere and I was like, wait, I really enjoy him. I enjoy spending time with him. He makes my life so much better, so much easier. Just like all positives come out of it. So even though you may feel impatient, know that it is 100% worth waiting for the right person Than just trying to date people, just to date them and just to try like just like trying to find your person without like really knowing it's the right person, the right time, and all of that. So don't feel impatient because at the end of the day, when the right person does come into your life, if all goes according to plan, you will be in a relationship for the rest of your life. So use this time as a once in a lifetime opportunity to focus on just yourself. Because in the future, you're gonna be focusing on your husband, your kids, your dog, your house, your job everything right now in this very moment of time because you're single you only have to worry about yourself and that's not going to happen for very long so really use that and take it and run with it and just do everything for yourself it's okay to be selfish it's okay to put yourself first and just really do everything in this moment to make yourself happy and just know that your time will come and you will find your person and the wait will be worth it and you'll know when it's the right person and it's, it'll be the right time and everything but I cannot stress enough that it is so important to be single so important to just love yourself put yourself first and just don't let those thoughts of feeling like you're on just everyone is on a different timeline just because it seems on social media that oh my god everyone's in such a happy relationship oh this person's getting engaged this person's having a baby whatever the case is like you can be happy for them and you can congratulate them but that does not make what you're doing any less than any like your timeline is completely different everyone is on a different chapter in their life and just know that there is no certain time that you have to do certain things so stop stressing that and putting specific dates and timelines into your head and just live each day day by day and love yourself and i just cannot stress this enough how important it is to be selfish sometimes, and to just put yourself first, especially because you may not ever be single ever again. So focus on yourself, and I promise the right person will come eventually. Next one. You're the perfect person to ask this, and I literally admire you so much, so I need advice. I'm graduating high school and going to college in the fall, and I've been dating my boyfriend since the beginning of sophomore year. I love him, and he's very good to me, but he feels like we've drifted apart, and so do I. But I know we will probably continue to drift apart when I leave for college and focus on my goals. I would be devastated to not have him in my life anymore, but also feel like I could grow more alone. Advice on what to do in this situation. Also, congrats on winning world. First of all, thank you. And second of all, I think you answered your own question. If you already feel like you've drifted apart and you guys didn't even leave each other yet, just imagine how much worse it's going to get. I don't want to say how much worse, but how much more distant you guys are going to get in college because you are now completely living separate lives from each other and just because you want to split up and focus on yourself doesn't mean that your relationship was unsuccessful it seems like you guys are both very mature for being even being able to see this so early on and you guys are on like a very positive note with each other so if you already feel this way i think it's worth sitting down and having conversations and literally making like a pros and cons list if you want but i think it is very important especially in college to live life for yourself and that doesn't mean that you can't be in a relationship because it's if it's a healthy relationship then you'll be able to have that balance and that independence and really still kind of have your own life but if there's one thing I regret in life it's being in my unhealthy and unhappy state in my relationship all four years of college I feel like I would have had so much more fun being single and just really like not even like because I would be single but I let my relationship kind of control my entire life those four years and I really didn't take in college for what it was and that is one of my biggest regrets so if you can learn from that I do recommend maybe taking time apart just because you guys are already noticing these signs so early on and that doesn't mean that you have to completely leave each other's lives you guys can stay friends and A lot of the times distance makes the heart grow fonder. It's such like a cheesy Pinterest quote, but you may get to college and realize like, wow, I actually miss them so much and my life was more complete when they were in it. And although I'm living my own life and I'm having fun at myself, like I want to be able to tell them all about my week, tell them about my weekend, like fill them in on plans. And you may realize that, but a lot of times you won't be able to realize that from the inside. So I do recommend maybe sitting down having that conversation. See if you're both willing to, go into college focusing on yourself and if it happens that you find someone else or he finds someone else then that's okay and that's what was meant to happen but you need to grow on your own and I do feel like it is really important and college is such a pivotal time in your life that you shouldn't be tied down to something that isn't bringing you the utmost happiness so I would say my advice would be maybe taking a break for college so that you guys can grow on your own and maybe when you're at those That point, and you're ready to get back together, that everything works out, and your relationship is a million times healthier. You guys are like more in love with each other than ever, and like I said, like distance really did make everything grow so much stronger. And it made you realize how much you guys wanted to be together. So, there's a lot of positives that could come out of it, but at the end of the day, if you do split and it ends up being for good, that is okay as well. And don't feel like you ever made the wrong decision because of it, because as long as you're focusing on yourself and really taking in college for what it is having fun you'll never have that moment again then it'll be worth it in the end but i also just want to wish you all the happiness even if you do stay together i hope that everything you guys figure everything out and you do become stronger together and whatever happens i just want to wish you the best of luck and best of luck with college it may get stressful sometimes well it definitely gets stressful sometimes but you got it i know you do oh this next one i had to include this so okay so i really like this guy like really like him but he has a girlfriend i don't want to be a wrecker, even though he constantly tells me that he has no feelings for her and he's only with her because she's crazy what should i do should i still talk to him or try and move on well let me tell you a little secret i was in your shoes in the last relationship my ex was in a relationship even though he would co- talk to me constantly every time he was alone and tell me how much he wishes the dice were rolled differently and how things would be so much better if we were together and that he was going to break up with her so that we could be together. That is a red flag from the beginning. Don't do it. Do not do it. One, it's not worth ruining other people's happiness even if he says their relationship is is rocky or rough or whatever and he's only with her for that reason that is their own business it is not worth it to get in it not worth it to get in the drama and it's just not worth it for how much it's going to hurt the other girl but even if he does let's say break up with her and gets with you and your relationship is great it is always going to be in the back of your head that he did that to his last girlfriend so what's stopping him from doing it to you at least welcome to my boat that's how I felt constantly It was always in the back of my head like, well, you were so quick to do it to me, so uh, what other girls are you talking to that I don't know about? You know? That type of thing. It's just never a good situation. If they were really all about you and head over heels in love with you, they would have made the decision to do it the mature way and break up with that person before even talking to you. So they obviously, one, don't care that much about you like they say they do or else they would get out of that old relationship. And two... It is just a red flag and clearly he's not a great boyfriend if he's doing that to his current girlfriend. So I recommend running the other way. Learn from my mistakes. I did not run the other way. And um yeah, super fun situation. Actually, it's not fun at all. I recommend not being in that situation and doing your absolute best to um go find someone that is truly going to care about you who's not going to make you feel like you're not worth it. You should never be kept a secret. You should never be put on the back burner and just felt like you you should never wait around for someone ever the right person is going to come into your life and I feel like so positively positively about this situation now I know everyone see, says it and it's so much harder to like said than done or so much easier said than done about like oh the right person's going to come around and they're going to make you like realize everything and it's going to feel so good and it's going to be so easy but like when I tell you I am in the best happiest healthy relationship I've ever been in and there is not, like, a second of the day that goes by that he doesn't make me feel like I'm the most loved, the most beautiful, like, that I am just his world every single day. And I don't have to question everything. I don't, like, I I just feel so good and it just feels so easy. And that's how it should be. You shouldn't ever have to question everything. You shouldn't have to overthink anything. And no one should ever make you feel like you're not a priority in their life. So, Do not just wait around for him. Please move on. Someone else better will come into your life. But for the meantime, just focus on yourself. And next question. I guess they're not really questions. I don't know what they are. Statements? Well, no. Actually, this one has a question at the end. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, like I said, this is hard to do alone. Podcast advice. My roommate introduced me to her cousin back in October and we hit it off. Even... Okay, I'm going to try this again. (laughs) My roommate introduced me to her cousin back in October and we hit it off. She even told me that I should go for him. But then when I started to like him and we hung out a few times alone without her, she got super mad at me. It's her cousin, so I want to respect her wishes, but it was in her... But it was her in the first place that told me to hook up with him we were on again off again and now we're on again and I don't know what to do I don't want to hide it from her but I don't want to make her mad part of me is like she can't control what I do we're both consenting adults but the other half of me feels like I need to listen to her when she says it upsets her am I in the wrong what do I do thanks I love you guys well first of all we love you too but no you are definitely not in the wrong I understand situations like this she may just feel like now she's A third wheel because not only did she I don't want to say lose her best friend because or her roommate whatever you guys are because obviously she didn't lose you you are still in her life but a lot of the times when you're like the single friend it may just make you feel like you were kind of put on the back burner even if you didn't mean to so first I do not want to say that's your fault at all because you deserve all the happiness but I just want to say maybe try to look at it from her point of view and why it would upset her but at the end of the day it's her cousin so it's not like it's anyone she would date So she doesn't necessarily have a place at being mad at you for it, especially when she's pretty much set it up from the beginning. So I think this just needs a nice little mature, healthy conversation. We're back to my biggest advice for every situation. Sit down and talk to her and just kind of explain how it makes you feel. A lot of times she may not even realize how much it hurts you that she's acting that way without you telling her. But don't come at it from like an attacking point of view. Just mainly sit down and just have the focus more on you. Like I feel like I don't want to upset you, but he also makes me really happy. And just kind of more from your point of view, just so she can understand it better. But at the end of the day, this is your life. And in situations like this, it is okay to be selfish. If this is something that makes you really happy and being with him feels right and it feels easy and it feels like it could be like, This amazing thing, then I think you need to go for it because at the end of the day, your happiness is more important than anyone else's, and that's what you need to be putting first. So, obviously, I recommend staying out of drama as much as possible and just being mature about it and talking to her about the whole situation so that maybe it could be a win win situation and you have your roommate and your friend totally okay with it, and then you also get to be with him and be happy from both points of views. So, that is my my take on that my relationship this the like the relationship that i'm currently in kind of has a situation like this at the beginning and at first we were like i don't know if it's the right decision to pursue each other but very early on we were like this is clearly something that is absolutely amazing and something that we both want it makes us both so happy so at the end of the day that should matter more than anyone else's opinion on it so I just if it tells you anything this has been the most amazing decision of my entire life and I recommend that if you feel that way that you put your happiness first and you do pursue it to see what it is But I do think that a conversation and just kind of clearing the air before anything gets worse is the best way to do it. So then you don't have to walk around eggshells when it comes to her or you don't have to worry about like going behind her back for it. It's better to just lay everything out on the table, fix all the issues so that way you can be happy in both ways. And another one, trusting yourself with where you are versus where you need to be. Also, I have a bad habit of comparing myself to others just know that everyone is on a different timeline and that does not matter at all it doesn't determine your success by how successful someone else is it doesn't make you any less than just because someone else is accomplishing something and it doesn't take away from the success that you have available in the world just because someone else accomplished it so instead of comparing yourself to other people use those other people as inspiration that is something I know like comparison on social media is a huge, huge deal and if there are people that you follow that just make you feel bad about yourselves, just unfollow them. Again, just like prioritize your happiness and your mental health before anything else but I also feel like it is good to sometimes follow people that are quote-unquote more successful than you or have reached that success earlier on as inspiration and let that drive you to, to really like crave that feeling and want whatever it is that they have that you necessarily don't but don't let it make you feel less than instead let it bring you up and be like wow i want to do that too i want to be where they are i want to buy that house i want to whatever it is use it in a comparison to bring you up but not in a comparison to tear you down just be like wow they accomplished that like it's possible i can do it too or whatever the case is I'm, i'm trying to use a scenario of like someone buying a house at the age of 21 like you always see those tweets and they're like holding the keys and they're like financially stable bought my house at 21 and instead of being like wow are you kidding me I'm 23 I still didn't buy a house be like wow good for them like they must have worked really hard but it's possible like I should also be working so hard so I can achieve that so I can have that dream life that I want so just try to like reprogram your mindset to bring yourself up to the other people that you see instead of tearing yourself down because someone else's success does not determine how successful you are going to be in life either and maybe your time is just coming later on maybe you will be the more successful person it's just taking you longer to achieve that and that that is okay there's no specific timeline and I know society kind of puts these like standards kind of that like our program into our brain that Oh, you graduate college at this age, you get married at this age, you have babies at this age, or you do things in this specific order, but it is your life and you determine the rules of it. No one else should have a say in it. So, as long as you are happy, you are healthy, and you are making the proper decisions to get yourself on that track of like wherever you want to be in life, then that is okay and it doesn't matter how long it takes because as long as you're happy that's literally the biggest goal in life is to be happy we only have one life to live I've said that so many times but it just like I feel like once that finally clicks then it just makes your whole perspective on life so different because it's not worth it to be unhappy and to compare yourself and others because you are only you have that one body for your whole life you whatever it is that you don't like about yourself If you don't like it and it's something that can be changed, then work on changing it. And if not, then work on accepting it and loving it and really just taking everything in for what it is so you can reach happiness and just your whole life is going to change when that happens. So stop comparing and start kind of using it as inspiration and just really try to change your mindset to seeing the good in everything and the good of everyone else and being able to cheer for other people's success without having to tear yourself down and just working on it on your own. And just know that you are on your own timeline and your time is going to come. I promise you that. And <laughs> a little less serious, a little bit more fun. Moving in with a boyfriend, terrified to leave home and have this new dynamic. So, it is definitely n- it's new for everyone. Like that first time you move in with a boy is it's different. It's going to take a while to really get used to it, but I think the most important thing is Setting boundaries early on, like if you are the type of person that needs your alone time, make that known from the beginning, and just kind of create that schedule for yourself. Because if you just spring it on the other person, like later on in the relationship, a lot of times they're gonna think they did something wrong that caused you to want space alone or whatever the case is. When really that's just how you were all along. So I just recommend setting boundaries from the very beginning, whether you feel very strongly about like going to the bathroom in complete privacy. Just set those boundaries early on and then there's no surprises later on. But it is honestly so much fun and it just feels like a sleepover every single night and just it just feels like you get to finally like you're playing house like you used to do as a kid all the time, but like it's real this time. Like you have that person in your space and sometimes you may see them from a different side that you ever thought you would. But I think living with someone is so important, especially before you get married, because you see them at all times of the day. You see them when they're at their messiest, their cleanest, their happiest, their angriest. Like you see them in all ways and you learn to love them in their own space and just really how to be there for them in all ways. But it also just leaves no surprises on the table. Like You are going to see absolutely everything of that person and every side of them And you will get tested at times and really determine if you want to be with that person. But it also will make you realize that you are with that right person if you see them from all those sides and you still love them and you want to be with them. And I just think it's so much fun and it's going to help you guys grow so much stronger and just so much closer and get to cook dinner together. You just get to do all those things that you've always been looking forward to. And yes, it may be different, especially if you've lived at home with your family for a very long time but just know that it could be something so great and you just have to step outside of your comfort zone and really just take the risk of what it would be and just have fun with it. But I think setting boundaries and just setting like quote unquote rules from the beginning is the healthiest thing to do so that there's no surprises later on. And we have come to the last one. So I kind of answered this earlier, but we're gonna end it with this one again. How do you juggle the idea of not rushing into a relationship and being desperate for one and yet just being a romantic and wanting to love someone so fiercely? So I think the way you need to look at it is it is not worth giving your love to someone that doesn't deserve it and you can be a romantic and just want to love someone so bad but know that nothing is going to feel better than loving the right person and it is worth the wait. And like I said earlier, if everything works out, like you will be with that right person for the rest of your life. So take this time to focus on yourself and really just kind of hold on to your love and love yourself for the time being. So that way, when the right person comes around and you know it's the right person, it will feel so easy and so good to love that person wholeheartedly and have that love reciprocated. And it will make everything worth the wait. But I just promise you it is not worth loving the wrong person just to be in a relationship just because you are a relationship person. You feel like everyone else in the world is in a relationship, so you feel like you just need a boyfriend. Don't do it. I promise it is so much better to just live your life in on your own and just really learning to love yourself and learning everything about yourself so that way when the right person comes around, it just feels so right and you just have so much love to give to that person. And I just promise you it's going to be worth the wait and everything is going to work out and that person is going to come eventually. But learn from a person that's been in toxic relationship after toxic relationship. It is not worth just being in a relationship because it's comfortable or because it's, you have that person or whatever the case is. It feels so much better to wait for the right person to come into your life who really loves you for who you are and just loves you unconditionally and that you can love them unconditionally and finally give them the love that you've been wanting to give for so long it is just so worth the wait so that is my take on that just use this time to really focus on yourself and you can still be a a hopeless romantic and love love and want to be in a relationship so bad without just being with anyone just to be with someone it is just so worth it to wait for the right person to come into your life and then you can love that person for the rest of your life and then you don't have to worry about ever having to find someone else ever again And that concludes this episode because I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. It has been 40 minutes of me just rambling on by myself. And I apologize if half of this didn't make sense. This is so hard to do by yourself. But luckily, next week, we are back to normal podcast. Me and Lexi will be together. Let us know what episodes you guys want. Go ahead and go to our Instagram at chicken noodle underscore scoop. That's where we are most active where we can communicate the most direct with you guys. So you can let us know what episodes you want and you can just hang out and talk to us so thank you so much for listening to this episode i don't know what else i have to say i think i've said too much honestly i can't wait to stop talking and just drink some water and yeah this was the more talking that i've done in the past like week put together but thank you to listening to this week's episode of chicken noodle scoop bye